My name is Marie, and this is Likened Unto Me, my personal scripture journey. We often talk about the pride cycle of the Nephites in the Book of Mormon. They are righteous, therefore they are blessed, then they start to think they deserve it and they forget God, then God has to remind them through famine or war, and then they humble themselves and become righteous again. Therefore, they are blessed, right? And it circles through until the end when they won't humble themselves anymore. But this is not just the Nephites. I've seen it as we've studied the Old Testament this year, that this is how the house of Israel is too. And Israel is God's covenant people. The Nephites were part of that. And as members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we believe we are also part of covenant Israel which means we receive the same blessings they were promised before. And it also means we probably follow the same patterns as they did. Don't we follow a pride cycle? I've seen it in myself. It's so nice that in the Book of Mormon, we have Mormon abridging the whole history of the Nephites. He gives us these little pieces of help in pointing out to us important things to remember. And he usually starts it with, and thus we see, or some variation of that. And I came across one recently. It's in the war chapters when the Nephites and Captain Moroni have had their first great victory against the Lamanites and Zarahemna, a former Nephite who was leading them. The Nephites have returned home, and less than a year later, another Nephite has come in to try to take away their freedom, this time with words. Amalekiah is a wicked man, and he doesn't just want to destroy the liberty of the Nephites. We find in Alma 46, he wants to destroy the church. And he leads away a huge chunk of people, even those in the church, very quickly. They just beat Zarahemna a year ago to stay free, and now lots of them are willing to give it up. And Mormon, in his abridgment, writes, Thus we see... How quick the children of men do forget the Lord their God. Yea, how quick to do iniquity and to be led away by the evil one. And Captain Moroni responds, If the people won't remember God through what they already do, he'll make another reminder. And he does. He makes the title of liberty. In memory of our God, our religion, and freedom, and our peace, our wives, and our children. He writes it on a cloak ties it to a pole, and puts it where people can see it. But he doesn't stop at one. At the end of the chapter, we see that he has hoisted them, raised them in every tower in the city as a constant reminder so that it is always before their eyes. I think that since we share so many similarities with the Israelites and the Nephites, that sometimes we need physical reminders to remember God. And that's okay. God has even given us some already, just as he did to the Israelites. The law of Moses had specific things they were to wear. They were to gather together and offer sacrifice. Even before the Israelites, the Lord gave Noah the rainbow as a reminder of what he had done for him. The Lord has given us physical reminders in our day too. Gathering to partake of the sacrament every week, garments from the temple, callings in which we can serve. Another reminder God has given us is general conference. That's probably why General Conference happens twice a year. But if we put it off because it happens all the time and we're used to it, we will miss important reminders that will keep us close to our Heavenly Father and our Savior. 
these physical reminders we can see are already there. And if we set aside those things, then we are more at risk of forgetting God and of forgetting quickly, just like the Nephites and the Israelites did. Captain Moroni made his own reminder based on what was going on in the lives of his people at the time. The law of Moses was still there to remind them, but they needed a little extra help to remember. And it's okay if we need a little extra help too. I am currently using a gratitude journal to help me be more thankful to the Lord for what I have in my life. I've written quotes and taped them up on my wall before. I've worn a CTR ring during my lifetime. These other physical reminders can be helpful to us in the right way. But they do not replace what God has already given us. They are just that bit of extra help. Writing in a gratitude journal does not replace getting on my knees and giving that thanks to God. All of these reminders should point us back to him. Being the mortal, fallen creatures we are, we need all the help we can get. We grow complacent and used to things around us. For example, I found that it only takes about a week for me to get used to having a quote in a certain place on my wall. Then it's almost like it disappears and I don't see it anymore. So I have to change it up, change the quote, change where I put it, something like that. The gratitude journal I'm working in right now has different prompts for me to follow each time. That way I don't get too used to it. And that's okay. Realizing that keeps me humble. So, go to church, wear the ring, write the quotes and tape them on your wall. Make a flag out of a coat and put it on a pole if you need to. Keep changing it up to match whatever is currently going on. To keep Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ always in your mind. And know... He remembers you. He told Moses, All things, or creations, are numbered unto me, for they are mine, and I know them. God doesn't need to remind himself of you, because he never forgets. You are his. Hopefully, we will make him ours, so that we will never forget. Thanks for listening. Any quotes or scriptures or stories that I used are cited in the description. This is likened unto me, my personal scripture journey. 